it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Your hosts, Slater and AJ, are here. AJ, what's up? A little cold. A lot of snow today. Going on, what, seven, eight inches probably by tonight? At least a dick length. Whose dick? Rom, Doesn't Rom, say mine. Rom's dick. Rom, is Rom's dick that big? I don't know. I would guess. I feel like I feel like one year at the Masters, Jason Day's hog was unreleashed in his pants, so it could at be the his Masters. Dick. Yeah, it wasn't wearing underwear or something. This is like four or five years ago, and it was just all over the place when he was on camera. We derailed early. This is episode three of season three, and we're going to kick it off as we always do. State of the game, and the first thing we need to do is start up an AJ watch. Because AJ is officially officially dead like three weeks in a row. Well, I pick up a club. Scheduled scheduled for X Golf last yeah. weekend. AJ texts me at four fifteen AM <laughs> going to bed. I'm still planning on coming to X Golf. I, I I wake up, check my phone maybe at eight thirty. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure enough, about ten twenty. No, it wasn't 10 20. It was, was, like, it 9, it was like 9 30. It was before the. I definitely texted you before you okay, had to be. Okay, well, you did text me before. But no, you... I had alarms set and everything. I didn't go to bed at like 5 45 in the morning. It was who, just a long night. Who, who does that? I, so I, we had buddies over for a, a diaper party. We were watching UFC. Jesus. And then we were playing Euchre. And we were playing Euchre at like 4 30 in the morning. Well, time just got away from you. People left at 4 30. I couldn't fall asleep right away, so I was just sitting there. We're actually playing. Uh, I was playing some cards with a fellow South Lake alum of yours. Who knows you? Matt McNeil. I don't know. I played baseball with yeah. Matt McNeil. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway. So we're, we talked about you and some... Just that we know each other. Oh. You, um, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so I missed so, X-Golf. So State I, of the game. So me and Ryan played X-Golf. Yeah. And we went to the range. Uh, we X, X-Golf, then the range? Not the same day. Oh, okay. I'm saying since the last pod. Okay. I went to the range and... I actually went to the range yesterday as well to get ready for the trip this weekend. I don't know why last week we were talking about Pinehurst and Tobacco okay. Road. I, I I listened back to last week's pod and it sounded like we were going last weekend, yeah. but it's actually this, it's weekend. this weekend. We fly out Friday, Pinehurst number four, and the Cradle on Saturday, Tobacco Road, and then probably another course called Quail Ridge, mm-hmm. but probably only have time for nine on Sunday. But times your flight home on Sunday. We're not flying home Sunday. I had some work stuff on Monday and flying home Tuesday. Oh. What, is Ryan staying with you? He is. Are you like a kangaroo and he's your Joey and just sits in your pouch while you're going to be at work? I don't know what he's... I think he's going to play golf again. I think he's going to play another course on Monday. That makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, should be a good time. Uh, hitting the ball well. I my The chef for my driver did not come in in time, so I... I'm not making any equipment. So it's delayed again? Yeah, I'm not making any changes going into this trip. Why is it delayed again? I feel like it's been months now. Months? No. It just got ordered a couple weeks ago. It was supposed to be in last week, but and I was going to make the change if I could hit it once before the trip. Yeah. But I'm not going to make a... Uh, a club change before you're playing three and a half rounds of golf? Correct. <laughs> so I'm going with what I got. T-game's pretty good. Irons are starting to come around, so we'll see what happens at... Pinehurst number four. I did pick up a club today. I was just working on some takeaway. Okay. In the uh, in the house. Okay. Uh, the I forget the guy's name who you like uh, posted a reel on Instagram of. Well, oh, that Alex Cap. Yeah, Alex awesome. Cap. So I was doing the uh, 
couple takeaway drills that that guy's awesome it's it's overly technical for some people but it it um, might be overly technical for me most of it but but if you just take one or two things away correct alex clap alex clap yeah two shots he's good yeah so i was doing a little this takeaway action getting the body plus prepared to be in that swing position plus he's good because i feel like an english-speaking coach just it just sounds better I like how all golf words sound in English better. I didn't even realize he was English. Hmm. So. Anyway. Maybe his accent isn't as pronounced as like a, a Rick Shields. Probably not. But I honestly thought he was from Michigan. He's definitely not. <laughs> anyway. Uh, last week. The Amex. John Rahm's heater. Continued. That guy's putters in fuego. And I feel like he lips out every hole that he doesn't oh, make the no, putt. No, yeah, like they said in the broadcast, I think it was either Friday or Saturday's broadcast, and they were like, oh, hopefully he puts this one uh, to 20 feet, not 3 to 7 feet, because he's been making all those long ones, and he like whipped out a couple short ones. And Well, before coverage even started, he hit one to like 3 feet and then to like 2 feet, the first two holes, and he was already 2 under through the yeah, first he, two holes. He, uh, he wins his fourth event in his last six starts. And all six of those are top tens. Uh, he went 64 the first two days and then 65-68 over the weekend. At one point during Thursday round, Thursday's round, Kyle Porter tweeted that in calendar 2023, John Rahm had 56 birdies or eagles and 66 pars. Yeah, he's... I mean, we've, we've talked about it constantly. When he's at his best, he's almost untouchable. And well, it's, it's looked even, like that the last couple of weeks. Well, it's also not even when he's at his best is his floor. Like, his, his floor, yeah, his is, floor so is so high. He's incredibly consistent. Uh, he now has in 132 starts, I believe this was his eighth win on the PGA Tour. He's got like 18 wins worldwide if you count the DP World Tour, but through that many starts, the only people ahead of him are JT has nine, Spieth and Phil both had 11. Rory had 13, and Tiger had 31. I mean, <clears throat> okay, that was first from all, no, that t- was from no up. Tiger's 31 is insane, but I mean, it it wouldn't surprise me if Rom gets another two or three wins this year alone. Well, so we'll get into it when we start when we get into our our one off topic, our kind of one off topic of the day. But at some point, like he's better than how many wins he has. Yes, he's played the last 10 years even. He's still young, obviously, but he's played so much better than his talent. Or I mean, he he's his talent is so much better than the amount of wins that he has. Correct. You think he'd have probably more majors by now, more like he really should. It would just make sense if he had another one this year. It it but I mean the way it's obviously hard to predict the future, but the way he's playing and like you said, his four being as high as it is, you know. Yeah. Nothing would shock me with him. Um, looking down the leaderboard a little bit, um, we had just talked, we just talked about Taylor Montgomery, who is just a putting machine. Yes. I, I couldn't find the tweet I was looking for, but it was basically a data golf stat, how he's basically putting at just an unprecedented rate right now. They just showed a stat, uh, watching the farmers open before I got here. His, I think he has like 313 one putts so far this season. And the next close is like 280. Wow. Wait, what did you say? 100 and... 
two three hundred and thirteen one putts. Next and close is like two eighty. Okay. Which like it, it's incredible which with that kind of volume. You know, it's not like an abnormal stat where like he's just missing every green. Yeah, and that's not true because he's in almost every tournament the Correct. last couple of months. Uh, he had a chance for a while, then he had a nasty shank. Seventeen, just a club drop shank on he, uh, seventeen. He needed to make a play on seventeen, birdie the hole, and probably could have forced a playoff. And yep. I don't. What did he end up doing in the hole? He took double, double, yeah, double or triple on that hole, and knocked himself out of it. Some great uh, round four. Xander minus ten on Sunday. Also had an albatross. Did you see that? Yeah. Second with an iron on a par five. Well, let's say out. he his his round two was like miserable for the for that tournament, and then like if he just had an average round there, I mean, he probably would have won. It's good yeah. to see him healthy. Back from not, the bad back. Yeah, the back. He is, said it's still probably not 100%, but he has to play like it is. Or it was a weird quote, but um, he had a good day. Davis Thompson, who was leading for ever a good chunk of the tournament, uh, good good young player. Just uh, I yeah. think he went to Georgia just out of Q school last year, or this year, I think. Um, hits the pin on like a 40-foot putt on 17. Oh, yeah. And lips out. I've so, seen countless articles now of like why you should always take the flag out. Well, I saw both articles. It was like Golf Magazine and Golf Digest published opposite articles. One of them was like why on ninety nine point nine percent of putts you should take the flag out, and the other one was why should why you should putt with the flag in. You all should I take know, it out. All I know is I feel like that putt goes in if the flag's yeah. Not if in. there's no flag there, that goes in. One hundred. It might be a little bounce off the back of the cup and hop in. But I think the I, flag has to be up because it, it's a rounded object. So like the the bounce is going to take off that is going to be wildly unpredictable. It's not like a backboard where it's just going to usually drop straight down, depending on the spin of the ball. The number is so minuscule, and when they change that rule, it, um, DJ Pi was talking about this on the No Laying Out Pod, but how basically. Since they changed that rule, you saw all these people start putting with the flag in, and now there's like three that yeah. putt with the flag in. So and there might be one less now. Right, like it either, it, it's either everyone's wrong or it doesn't change anything by enough for it to matter. No, I think it looks dumb too. And I, I can't, I don't like looking at it. You're adding a shadow. Well, you're to adding a lot some of your like, putts. I just think like I like to look. At the hole, and then I like to look at the spot where I'm going, like aiming for the ball. You don't and that's enough, it. Yeah, I don't, you don't need the flag. Yeah, like I like the stick and then the flag itself. Right. And then it's like just having another person stand there for Correct. no, for no in- reason. Correct. It's inconsistent as it, as it is. I don't yeah. need another variable in my sight line. But he goes, he opened with 62, 64, finishing 69, left a few out there down the stretch. But he, I mean, he was in the last group going head to head with Rom, so yeah. I'm not going to blame a rookie for. But he he was clearly uh, in our group chat. Kyle was like he was just a little amped coming down the stretch, and yeah. that's a perfect way to describe it. You could tell that he was affected by the situation. Hey, my boy Tom Kim, strong showing after missing the cut. Strong showing, especially on the back nine on Sunday. Yeah, got himself into a T six. Uh, Scheffler and Burns both T eleven. Fino. Final type T sixteen, pretty solid. Sung J T eighteen, Siwoo T twenty two. I mean, it was a it was a good tournament. I, I, I the the three round cut always throws me for a loop. I think we have the same conversation in our group chat every year. It's uh-huh. like, is this a three round cut because there's three courses, right? And they should just take it to two. Like I understand they have amateurs playing with 
two different pros at this tournament at the American Express. Right. So that's why they do it to get like these amateurs to play with six different pros. How it's set up. Mm-hmm. But it just it's wonky. And the the course doesn't do much for me. It, I mean, it's a cool leaderboard, but it like, looks like every course in Kill. It's like you're. That's what said, it's yeah. yeah. That's what I would like to play them. Yeah. I mean, I for me, I just it. I like it. Uh, the contrast between the dormant grass and like the fairways and the greens. And then you only get that for so long. Yeah, especially and in the I, I think that's year. a great like aesthetic when watching golf. But you probably, I mean, you get that probably in Arizona too. Correct. The thing is, like hitting off a of dormant grass, like when I played in Arizona last year. It's just so grabby mm-hmm. that it, like, if you've never, like, if, we, if I were to go to and play La Quinta, like, I'm going to have a rough time if I'm not. I feel like California grass is different than desert grass, though. Maybe Southern California is the same, but. They're similar environments. I guess the further more, further up you go in your more Pacific Northwest in California, but I think down there it's kind of all the same. Yeah. All right. Well, it was a fun tournament. Like we said, it was kind of a good palate cleanser before we kick into the quote-unquote real tournaments yeah but good win for rom he's gonna be a favorite again this week um before we get into the farmers uh just a couple random things so live golf announced oh we're going into that right away well they announced their schedule their full schedule i mean we're, we're probably just gonna get all the live stuff then to get you all fired up yeah, well, so going back to their, one of their initial points was... They're not going to play as much golf. You get to spend more time with the family. The so, travel schedule's insane. So in this schedule, uh, the, the, this was narrowed down by Glute Activator. I probably could, on Twitter, I cut, probably could have done the math myself. But Excuse me, it was narrowed down by who? Glute Activator. <laughs> Amazing Twitter follow for golf Twitter, by the way. <laughs> okay. He's hilarious. I'll give it a... I'll uh, give it a foul. But. So this is to the to the to the family time note that Liv toted for so long. Yeah. So they have a seven of nine week stretch where they go from Australia to Singapore right in the middle of that stretch. So they're playing seven of nine weeks. Okay. Australia to Singapore, where most guys probably aren't doing that on the PGA Tour. Seven of nine weeks, let alone mixing in Australia and Singapore. They also have a stretch where they're playing six of seven weeks. And four straight in Europe. Yeah. So I mean, the PGA pros aren't going to, like you mentioned, they're not, like, the only, like, only a handful play in Japan at the Zozo and then go directly to California from there. But how many, like, outside of, let's say, the top 30 in the world, how many of them are, besides Sung Jm, who plays every week, none of them are playing six of seven weeks or seven of nine weeks. No. Not, yeah, Sung Jm may be the only one. Maybe Tom Kim. Yeah. I saw a couple different people who tweeted, maybe we just had the, the family time narrative backwards. Maybe it's actually they spend less time with their family and that's what they want. <laughs> it could be. It's all about, it's all about family someone, time. Someone replied to that and said, maybe Matt Wolf hates his girlfriend and his dog and he doesn't want to spend any time with them. I completely forgot that Matt Wolf went over there. I forgot Matt Wolf was alive and don't care. I didn't have a lot of, like, until the T-gate happened, I was, like, completely just zoned out of anything live outside talking about like their tv contract i forgot that they were still playing in some dp world and then like uh golf digest or golf week i forget which one did like had a james piat interview yep a quick one i haven't read it yet but it's short it it basically just boils down to like financial security for him yeah he's like he's like they offered me a lot of money i had to take it and like 
for him it's different because he wasn't a PGA pro already. So like when his live contract is up, he can go the route of getting his tour card without like being ostracized for breaking his tour. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. He should be able to. He might not be good enough. He's he's really good. So moving on to what happened yesterday, which is now being heralded by many as T Gate. I didn't know there was a video today until like a couple hours ago. Yeah, so which is hilarious. There's a video on Twitter. You, I retweeted it if uh, if you want to check it out at at one hundred underscore keep it under. That's that's our Instagram handle as well. But uh, apparently Patrick Reed went up to Rory and his caddy on the uh, driving range yesterday. DP World Tour. DP World Tour and. Shook his caddy's hand. Shook his caddy's hand and then went to shake Rory's hand. And Rory basically ignored him. So Patrick Reed turned around, started walking away, reached in his pocket, threw a four aces tee at Rory. Or like, didn't throw it at him. He like tossed it at his feet and said something like, go aces or something like that and walked away. Here's the dumbest part about this. of, Of Patrick Reed being mad. This guy subpoenaed Rory McElroy on Christmas Eve... In his defamation lawsuit. So his lawyer did, and that wasn't that wasn't the that wasn't the defamation lawsuit. I think that was actually for the just for the defamation lawsuit. Are you sure it that wasn't the dumb. live versus? No, you sure it wasn't part of the um, everything. Monop- I've mon- monopolistic practices suit against the PGA Tour. No, I think it was the defamation lawsuit. And the reason well, why is because, I, and I, I I could obviously be wrong, but I looked into it earlier. <clears throat> he. Like, that, that's not, I mean, it just got thrown up. Like, why is he going to talk to him if he's, like, if there's lawyers involved, he's probably instructed, like, you do not talk to this person. Or why would you want to? Well, correct. Outside of him being a piece of shit. Right. You don't talk, you're not going to talk to the person that you're subpoenaed for. Also, he subpoenaed Justin Thomas two days before his wedding. This right. guy is a complete asshole. Right. Like, a complete, absolute dickbag. And so, his comments are even worse, and his big, stupid, smiling face. Yeah, so, I... I have a couple of quotes here. So this was from the article in the, at, uh, at the Independent that basically just describes the situation. This is at Emirates Golf Club in uh, Dubai. And he, he saluted uh, McElroy's caddy, Harry Diamond, without incident. His defamation, by the way, his defamation case against Randall Chamblee and Golf Channel was dimi- dismissed on Friday yeah. by a judge in Florida. Um Rory was on the ground looking at his track man. Uh, Reed stood there for for a few seconds to say hello. And, it was like one second, right? And he didn't say anything. Didn't Rory didn't budge? And that was when he walked away. Blah and blah blah. Reed's quote is is saying it was an uh, an aces tee. If he's gonna act like a child, then I'm gonna do immature things or something. Paraphrasing. Yeah, so I so I have it here. So uh, Rory said, "I didn't see it. I was down by my bag, and he came up to me, and I was busy working, sort of doing my practice. I didn't really feel dot 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 the need to acknowledge him. If roles were reversed and I'd have thrown a tee at him, I'd be expecting a lawsuit. Yeah. And I, then I also like the follow up question there to him. They're like, "Do you think you'd ever like, you know, squash things with Patrick Reed? He was just he just like death stared." At the interviewer, and they're like, I guess we'll go to the next question. Well, they, he also said, so I was subpoenaed by his lawyer on Christmas Eve, like you said. Which, we'll have to confirm that, because I think that was part of the other case. But regardless, doesn't matter. Uh, trying to have a nice time with my family, you're not going to take that well. So again, I'm living in reality. 
I don't know where he's living. <laughs> if I were in his shoes, I wouldn't expect a hello or a handshake. And then Reed responded to that in an interview. Where's this from? This is from Golf Monthly. Uh, because of the relationship I've had with Rory, let's be honest, we've had some great battles at Augusta and other tournaments, and our friendship's been pretty good up until obviously joining Liv. I walked over there, wished Harry Happy New Year, and then Rory because it is the first time I've seen them. Harry shook my hand, and Rory just looked down and was messing with his track man and decided to ignore us. We all know where it came from, being part of Liv. Since my tees are Team Aces Liv tees, I flicked one at him. It was a kind of a funny shot back. Funny how a small flick has turned a small flick has turned into basically me stabbing him and throwing a tee at him. I don't think anyone's saying you stabbed him. He saw me. <laughs> you stabbed the guy, Brick. <laughs> he saw me and decided not to react. But it's one of those things. If you're going to act like a little immature child, then you might as well be treated like one. So I have two questions on this. One. Does Patrick Reed throw teas at at, chi- at children when they act immature? <laughs> Do you throw things at small children? And secondly, I think the worst this uh, this may have even been this is either glute activator or there's also another good Twitter follow. Who's the manager from Major League Two? I could not tell you. Oh my god, head. what is his name? Lou. Lou. It doesn't know. matter. I'll find it after. But it's another good Twitter follow. He said something like. The worst thing that Patrick Reed has actually ever done is he said Happy New Year to Rory and his caddy on January 23rd. So <laughs> that's psycho behavior and deserves jail time. I just read a comment on a Reddit thread about this that said, uh, the T had a subpoena written on it. You've been served. Oh my God. <laughs> Lou Brown. Lou Brown is a great follow on Twitter, by the way. Okay. Golf Twitter. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, not, no short of, uh, so I mean that this is at an event where there's not a whole lot of PGA Tour players there. Correct. Just imagine what the, like the Masters is going to be like. Oh, I was just looking at the Masters is going to be absolutely just hilarious and probably annoying because it's going to be nonstop. And does Augusta take the opportunity and like, not go as far to like put Reed with Rory, but put like. Oh my! Put, put, I will put, put, pay a large sum of money for Reed and Roy to be. Let's let's just call it final feature, pairing featured group. Final final group Sunday. Reed and Roy. No, I don't want any. Ch- I don't want anything close to there Patrick Reed of having zero, a chance. There'd be zero chance that Roy doesn't just like go super sane and eviscerate him in the golf course. You realize that this happened and Patrick Reed won the tournament. Yeah, but it was against Ricky Fowler. No, it was in Rory's group. Yeah, with followers in the group too as well. Okay, but Patrick Reed won the Green Jacket. But this this is a complete. I don't want this that was, to happen. This was again. six years ago. Completely different circumstances, and Rory is a much more consistent golfer than he was back then. And Reed sucks. Anyway, yeah, Reed sucks. Okay. But could you imagine the ratings? Yeah, I could. They'd be amazing. I mean, they're going to be amazing for the Masters. Yeah, anyway, but I mean, that would be great. It would be. Uh, okay, so moving on. So to that effect of our ROM conversation earlier had me wondering like who at their best is the best and who is part of that conversation. So are we talking just right now? So we're talking right now. Not like in, cause it, the answer would be Tiger Woods. No. Yeah. That's pointless. To so have. currently right now, so currently right now in the world of golf, who at their best is the best. 
And, and we're talking best like over a four day stretch, like for a tournament. If they're playing at their correct, peak, like, like they're who's, not losing. Yeah, who's Rory. on for four days? I think it's Rory right now. John Rahm as well. Like it'd be, it, you'd be stupid to say anyone other than John Rahm and Rory currently. So the three I had on my list are Rahm, Rory, and DJ. DJ is kind of at the tail end of that, but I think if he were pl- if he played a full season on the PGA Tour last year, yeah. I think he would have been in the mix too. I think those are the three guys. If we're counting live guys, Cam Smith. I don't think I don't know if Cam Smith has that gear. Like last year was the first year where he actually started like winning a whole bunch of tournaments. I don't. It's I don't, a shame he's in live because we don't get to see that progress. It is, and he got up to number two in the world. But I don't think he does anything well enough to where like oh all the like he's a really good putter, but like yeah, what what is his his all his firing all cylinders doesn't come close to DJ Rory and Rom. Okay, I'll, I'll, that's like, fair. The, so, Rory obviously is one of the best drivers of the golf ball in the world, and he took a big jump last year in his 50 to 125 range. Yep. I need his, to his DM putter, him and see if he can give me some pointers. His putter is kind of always a question mark, um, but we're talking firing on all cylinders, so yeah. he's having a good putting week. Correct. It's going to be tough to beat. Rom is probably the best all-around driver of the golf ball when you if you combine accuracy and Correct. distance. Uh, he's always a positive, like strokes gained putter, and he's a really good iron player. I feel like he just doesn't have down weeks. Rom Rom's like uh, biggest disadvantage is himself, like in his yeah. head game. Like he gets so like emotional well, and what, like mad that so I think I, that probably takes away from his game sometimes. So I find myself liking Rom, and then they mic him up for a whole final round, and I, I just catch these little quotes that just annoy me. It's because he... I'm fine with a guy being fiery on the course. Like, Tiger was pissed off. Tiger threw yeah. clubs. That part doesn't bother me. What bothers me is... it Putting all, contest comment? No, it, it always comes across like Rom didn't hit a bad shot. It was just a bad break. Like, everything he's done was just a bad break. Like, when he misses a putt or it lips out, he cannot conceivably see how that putt did not go in. Yeah. He hit a perfect putt. And, like, randomly today, I was watching the Farmers, and he went for the green and two on 13 at Torrey. Yep. And he had an iron in his hand, and he went right at the flag, and it was a front left pin, and he flew the green left. And as he's walking, the camera catches him as they went to commercial, and he was like, "Just a few inches away, all damn day." Like, just—he's not having a great day. He's plus one currently. Just weird stuff like that that annoys me about him. And he's European on the Ryder Cup, so he's going to be the bane of our existence for the next ten, ten years, years on the yeah. Ryder Cup. So, and then DJ, I guess more, you know, twenty sixteen, seventeen. So we're talking cocaine, DJ. No, that was after that. I mean, he won the Masters in 2019. That's that's, not cocaine DJ. Might be a cocaine DJ now. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like he could have been on cocaine doing well. I doubt it. (laughs) You never know. Not when you're like 38. I don't think you can... I mean, there are rock stars who have been doing cocaine daily that live till 70. Yeah, but they're not physically... I mean, they're physically performing, but like... I mean, they're playing a sport. I think you have to be... I think you're underestimating how physically fit... Rock stars have I, to be. I know they have to be. They do. But, like, if he... If a rock star is on a bunch of coke, like, his his dexterity and his uh, 
hand-eye coordination does not have to be good for a concert. He His can, dexterity does if he's playing the guitar. Or if he's just singing, he doesn't have to do shit. I guess. You just have to be awake. I'm just saying, sing. It, it's not out of the realm of possibility that DJ was on cocaine during Okay, the well, I'm assuming he wasn't when he won the Masters. I'm At, just going to assume. What about, about the night after, like Sunday night? Probably. Who okay. knows? When he fell on the stairs at the Masters, maybe. But he could have two. He could have had two green jackets if that didn't happen. Green jacket, gold jacket. But everybody else, I feel like, is just like the next. I did like three tiers of this. The next tier for me is Morikawa, JT, and Speed, because I feel like that level is there. But I don't think we've really seen it yet. Like I don't think we've we've we saw peak Speed in 2015. We yeah. don't know that he he's ever going to get back there. Honestly, I don't know that we've seen peak JT, and maybe he's just not as good as I think he is. That you want him to be. But I feel like he could be better. He can hit every shot in the bag, and he's as long as I anybody. I think we kind of saw Morikawa peak. The... Maybe he already blew his load. Well, I don't know if he's blew. Like, we, I think what I meant to say about that, we've seen like when he's absolutely on his game, like how good he can be. Yeah. I don't think he's not able to get back there. Yeah. I think he's working through some things. Yeah, with his putter, I just don't know, like, I don't know. It's hard to say. And then I put the next group of guys that I feel like are just guys. And I put Finau, Cam Smith, Scheffler, Cantley, and Xander in that category. Where even if they're firing on all cylinders, I think those other guys I feel like you put some can't be there. up there. Maybe, but I, I don't feel like he has the wins to be up there with those guys. He just takes so many risks that, like... I mean, he's a good player. He's a really good iron player, but I feel like he's like Matsuyama. He's like in the next category where they just not good enough putters. So Asian is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, Asian is the next group. <laughs> <laughs> Top Asian. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. What about Will the Thrill? I don't, we haven't seen that out of him yet, and he hasn't shown the ability to do that over long periods of time. He's shown that he can contend in multiple majors in a row, yeah. but... Out, like he's not knocking off wins here and there like these guys are. So it's an interesting question. Rom's hot right now. Rory was real hot coming into the end of the year, so should be a good year. Should be a great year. So speaking of that, this week is the farmers insurance. Yep. Uh we so before we talk about the course itself, um, they do, for this tournament, they do the north course and the south course the first two days, and then it's the south course over the weekend. Yep. At one point during the round today when I had it on, um, the north course was minus 110, and the south course was plus 20. It's, pro- it's probably even worse than that now. Yeah. They, they prepped the courses expecting the wind in a certain direction, oh, and they didn't get the wind. They're getting it tomorrow. They're getting it tomorrow, which... Gives the guys on the north a huge advantage. Correct. But, because the people who played the north today and get the south, well, that's, I guess it cancels itself out, right? Because if you're playing yeah, in a I bunch mean, of wind tomorrow, yeah, you'd rather south play is the north, be, the south yeah. could just kill people tomorrow. I mean, the top, almost the top ten scores are all north course. Yeah. You have a couple of minus sixes. Garrick Higo, I'm sorry, he's on the north. Uh, <laughs> south course, people don't even know. Are putting out great Montgomery minus five. Sam Ryder had a hell of a day. Yeah, minus eight. I mean, it's basically day one's in. Uh, Rye, two glove Rye minus eight, tied with Snyder and Grant, uh, Brent Grant. 
Don't Ooh, know. Max Holm and Zalatoris both got to minus four. Yep. Zalatoris, he looked like he was struggling a bit the first couple holes with the new swing. Um, just watching it, but he's put it together. That'll be the question, like we talked about, right? Because like, he changed his swing a little bit to hopefully take some pressure off his back. So does does his ball striking stay where it was with this kind of new swing? I mean, he had a couple just horrific ones early. Mm-hmm. But I think he can find it. Um, what have we got? Rom is struggling. Rom's Ooh, plus R- one. Ricky got to even. Ricky got to even after an up and down day. Four bogeys for birdies. Fino is also plus one. JT is minus four. Siwoo minus three. Day is minus four. Westmoreland minus two. Morikawa minus five. My boy Sad Thagala minus six. I like him. He played the North Course though. But anyway. Him and Finau have the largest feet I've ever seen, by the way. Thagala? Yeah, Thagala has huge feet, too. I think Finau's like 6'5", isn't he? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have big feet when you're 6'5". I know, but they're just like... They look weird because he wears those flat-bottom Nikes. Yeah. Um, Xander had a quote in an interview saying About Finau's feet? No. Yeah. He said, the rough, is, the rough is up. It's thick like I haven't seen. I've never been this anxious to make sure that I hit the fairway. So we'll see if that plays out over uh, the weekend. No, fairway is needed. You know, as as I was following, like I texted you guys earlier, it's I don't know why I'm a Ricky Fowler fan. Sometimes there's sometimes no joy. Couldn't find a fairway to save his life. I think he hit like twenty five percent fairways today. Yeah. So and you just get punished there. Like if you if you are in a bunker there, you're probably gonna end up in another bunker by the by the green. If you're yeah. in the rough, you're gonna end up short. And a ton of people are ending up short today. Yeah. I like, agree. You want to be short. Like if you're Above the hole, especially on the south course, it's just yeah, and it's, it's hard to putt because they're putting. You're playing chaos. on you're playing on Poana, so as you get later in the day, the greens get bumpy. It gets harder to make. Yeah, it's it at the start. It's like ice, and it's just flying by the hole. At the end, it's like plinko. Yeah, um, I think it was the what you might call the tiger effect from years ago because this is always where Tiger would start his year. So you get Tiger and you get a bunch of the top players. So I'm always excited for this tournament. We talked about this a little bit last year, but Tory kind of sucks in my mind. Like, to me, the only holes that even stand out are the two par fives on the back nine. I think it's 13 and 18. But just nothing sticks out to me about this course. But for whatever reason, also like we talked about last year at the U.S. Open. Was it the U.S. Open? Two years ago when Rom won. Yeah. Like, this course, for whatever reason, just always produces a good leaderboard. So we'll see if that plays out this week. But, the, you know, I'm always going to get excited for a good leaderboard, a lot of top players playing. Yeah. But course just doesn't do it for me. I mean, right now, pending people having disastrous rounds and someone catching a heater, your, your best bet for a good leaderboard is getting Morikawa up there, Homa, Montgomery. J- JT. JT. We'll see. I mean, it's the first day and they're not even done yet. So I was just I mean, throwing like, that out there that there's this like course, three people on the course right none, now. None of these other holes stand out to me. It's just a lot of hit the fairway. Hopefully, you put it on these huge greens and maybe you make a putt. That's what you just described golf. Right. But there, I mean, there's courses where you can bomb it anywhere. You can't hit it, you can hit it in the rough. You just got to be in the right spot. Yeah, there's can't really do that courses either. that are interesting to look at on TV. Mm-hmm. Courses that are not. I don't think this one is. 
You just, I think you just don't like California golf courses. Like Pebble. Pebble's got, Pebble's got tiny. We had this like exact, like the, the conversations about like you not liking like Hinta and this. We have met. This is our third time having these conversations, I think. I didn't say I didn't like La Quinta. I just said it, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't you. dislike it. It just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't yeah, get me I pumped for the course itself. I just don't think you like... I think there's some weeks where the course can be a character in the story. Like, you have to talk about the course's impact. Tori doesn't do that for me. Yeah. It's just... Be, I, I think the... If, if we didn't have the tiger effect and the, and the fact that this is the beginning of the year, I don't think people would give a shit. But anyway, so let's get into time to lose some money. So update from last week. Obviously, I had uh, Rom, who got the win. So yeah. I got 10 points for that. Burns didn't make bogeys late, but a couple people passed him in the last three holes, and he went from T9 to T11. So I got the same zero. thing happened to Finau, too. Yeah, but Finau was T16. He was three shots out of it. So, not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then on, to the opposite side of that, Tom Kim made two birdies in the last four holes and got himself into the top ten. So you got four points for that. Um, Burns also had a 70 in the second round that killed him because he was near the lead in the first round. So on the year, it is now me nine and you three. And again, yeah. that is, I have a win. I have Rom, Burns, Homa, Spieth, and Matt Fitzpatrick for the season. And I have Rory, JT, Young Hove, Fino, and Tom Kim. And it is 10 points for a win, 4 points for a top 10, negative 1 for a miscut. And this week, we both have two people playing. I You have JT and Fino. I, uh, yeah. I have Rom and Homa. Is that it? think so. Kim's not playing. Kim's right? not playing. Hove's not playing. So fun the DP tour this week. With he might be. He probably imagines. So. Yeah. He likes to play the European tours. And yeah. Play play across the pond. So the, we'll see what happens. I like this. Uh, we should uh, we should get more people into it. Like I know we have like the the masters pools we do. Yeah. This is always a kind of a fun thing to. Yeah, I agree. We'll see how it plays out. I think we got to add some stipulations. Like what is the. Uh, we can probably add some like uh, major bonuses. We can do major bonuses. We can do that changes my picks a little bit too, and then we could add like you know, two points for a top ten or you know one point for a top twenty, something like that. Yeah, we'll see. See how they add. What's up. what's the prize in this one? We're just doing. Did we say steak dinner? Or did we do round of golf? I think we said round of golf and dinner afterwards. Okay. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, the NFL plays continue. Four and one last week. You were hating on my picks last week. Four and one. I wasn't hating. I was just saying that there's possibility of just chaos. The happening. only one I lost was the Dick Rambone Dick dip of the week, and that was because I had the Giants getting seventeen and a half, and they got ass blasted. Yeah, the Giants didn't look great. No, but the Chiefs pulled it out on the what we'll call the ankle game. Uh, Mahomes basically playing on one leg. Jamal Agnew should be thrown out, into the Atlantic Ocean. Outlast the Jags. Joe Burrow just... I don't know. I did not see that. Cool Joe Burrow. Coming. Apparently, three offensive linemen being out means nothing. Or the Bills' D-line just sucks. Well, the Bills' D-line has injuries, and the Bills were also on like their fifth... Like, 
There's injuries on both sides, so yeah. like you can't be like, oh, the excuse is this because like the Bengals are dealing with the same thing. Yeah. But the Bills' defense is also injury riddled. They or, still have really good players though, and Poyer and Edmonds. Like they should be. Or both free agents, by the way. Who I, I love. mean, they're probably the Lions went after Edmonds. I'd love that. They're not going to. I don't think the Lions are going to sign like a top top guy. I think they might get one. It won't be. I think Edmonds and Poyer both stay in Buffalo. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Joe, Joe Burrow. I mean, I know he has really good position players, but he might just be that guy. He might just be that good. Yeah. Um. He's really good. We need to, at some point, we're going to have to have a conversation about Josh Allen. Just, like, not showing up in these games. Yeah. Granted, he showed up. I mean, he showed up last year and the year before. Yeah. So, it's just one game. It's one game, but still, no conference. Have they played in a conference championship? No, I don't think so. Like, they have a lot of talent on that team. Like, he's not getting more help. No, he's, he's not. I mean, they could I, probably use some help at running back. You think that's the problem? I, I, they definitely they need could off- use someone who could catch the ball at the backfield. I think, but isn't also, that why they got uh, Cook, James Cook? No, it's not. James Cook's a bigger back. Well, they, well here, I, their play calling also. I was did, talking didn't to help. to Frank Camper about this, and I think the problem is I don't know if it's the play calling. Or Josh Allen just like hates taking what's given to him. I think it's a little of both because like their offense is very boomer bust. It is like you, you th- they should utilize Dawson Knox more. Like he like Mahomes like lost his top weapon, but like they still use those ten and under routes a lot. Yeah, like throwing a check down when you have to. Like you don't really see that ton of Josh Allen. He's always going for that big play. Which it's worked out a lot of the times, but that's where you get like a shitload of interceptions or yeah. just incomplete passes. Where if they utilize their backs and Dawson Knox more, probably a completely different outcome. But it's, they refuse yeah. to use Dawson Knox that much this yeah. year. Yeah, it's all it's it's almost like uh, I attribute it to kind of like how Belichick uses his defensive players. Like he changes his defense for what the players do good. Mm-hmm. Is that the side that the Bills don't take advantage of is like the defense is giving us this, but we're just going to keep doing what we do. Yeah. Josh Allen's going to stand back there and run around for four and a half seconds and try and hit a 70 yard buck. Yeah. And I think like if you take some more of the underneath stuff and what's to you, it's going to open up Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs deep. Like Grant Diggs can do it all. He can do yeah. it from 10 yards and in, five yards and in, and deep, but like. I don't know, it just seems like watching them this year that they don't do enough of... They can't run the ball very much, so that's part of the problem, too. Yeah. And you can't... So a running back would be... You can't, also can't run Josh Allen into the ground and have him run the ball 15 times, okay. so... Hey, they could they could use their pick and draft B. John Robinson. That's a terrible idea. In, like, 20-second pick? Terrible. They need offensive line help in a really bad way. I'm so against running backs in the first round. Bijan Robinson's gonna be. I don't care. Real good. I don't care. Anyway, four and one last week. I'm now thirty-eight, forty-one, and two on the year. So I have three plays this weekend because I want to try and get back to five hundred. Okay. I'm gonna take San Francisco with the hook to plus three in Philly. That defense is just scary. I don't know what Fred Warner's on. Fred Warner is. He's an animal. He is. I all... saw a stat like since he entered the league. He's like head and shoulders above 
in like expected completions and like how like much he just shatters that and like no one's catching the ball around him. Like he covered um CD Lamb down the seam twice in the in that game against Dallas. Feel free to be an athlete. He's athletic yeah. as shit. And he's so fast and when you're that fast with instincts. Wasn't he like a fifth round pick too? I think so. And I would guess that's only because of his size, maybe. Because he's not the biggest guy in the world. But no. with the speed that he plays with and his instincts, he's just it's I feel like he makes every single tackle. It yeah. also helps that they have Joey Bosa. Just animals up or front and then they one have one of the Bosos. Greenlaw and that uh Al Shakir or whatever. Yeah, like, Greenlaw is they have sweet. amazing linebackers. Like think about I saw a tweet on this. Was think about the linebacking tandem that the Niners went from. They went from Navarro Bowman, Patrick Willis, and Patrick Willis. They also had um, to Fred Warner, and uh, we're forgetting one. I cannot remember his name and save my life now. Right now, it doesn't matter. Those were the two big ones: Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis, to Fred Warner and Javon Greenlaw, who's also a possible free agent. But anyway, so I'm taking them plus three with the hook. I'm just gonna keep. I'm gonna not keep because I bet against them twice. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bengals minus one only because that ankle looked really bad for Mahomes, and I don't know how much that tore it all, tore it all, tore it all, tore it all. How much better that can get in a week? I mean, it can't get worse. Probably gonna aircast. I mean, the it shit could. Out of it. So uh, I mean, he got lucky because Tony Pollard had the exact same thing happen to him, and he broke his leg. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Was it Orlovsky or was it Romo? One of them was talking about basically saying, like, you know, you can tape it up, you can get through the game, but once you get off of it, if it is a really bad high ankle sprain, it's just going to get worse through, like, Thursday. Yeah. Like, you won't be able to walk for a couple days. But then Andy Reid came out today and said he went through the walkthrough and he was going to practice this afternoon, which, what the coach, like, him practicing could be nothing. He could just be This is why I prefer the way hockey treats injuries. It's like, yeah, lower body injury, and that's all you hear. It's it's just the area and what it might be. Fact. Right. Uh, and then my third bet is going to be a dip. Not a Dick Rambone dip, just a two-team dip. Uh, San Francisco to plus eight and a half. And the Cincy KC under, up to 53. Under 53. Okay. Uh, kind of a weird, like, gambling question. A buddy posed this to me at work the other day. He said he was, like, uh, following someone on Twitter about, like, day trading sports betting. In the sense that, like, you're just you take a heavy favorite live, say minus seven hundred, whatever. Okay. Put money on it. Probably gonna win. Is rinse and repeat on that. Okay. He's like, oh, I started doing that. I'm already two and zero in Egyptian soccer. I'm like, there's oh, not a no, chance I'm it. ever doing that. That's but it. I just thought it was funny that people. I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense because like people, I guess people who are like, I guess the whales are. Insiders, degenerates. Who, like, if you bet a shitload of money on favorites and that's hitting, like, yeah, you're not making the most of it, but, like, if you have enough capital, you're making a lot of money. Just like the one guy who took uh, the Chargers for $1.4 million. Yeah, like, that happened. Like, that's what he was looking to make 11000 To win $11,000. That's a little excessive, I think. <laughs> I think you don't go that high. And if you're ever going to attempt this, but think about also that, you though. don't think about Egyptian soccer or, like, cricket. But think about if you had that kind of money. Where you're making a $1.4 million bet. You're in Vegas. You're having a good time. You're drinking. That game is 27 to nothing, and the Jaguars look but, terrible. I mean, I'd probably do it. I, no, there's there's zero. There's $11,000 is it's not, that's less than 1%. Right. 
But what? How do you know that's the only? What if he made ten other bets and hit all the rest of them? He still lost on the day because of Correct. that. Correct. Like you don't. What if he's been doing it for a week on your method and he's up? That's not my method. Let's, let me say that. The I, method that you just brought up. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's not anything I'm ever going to do. Yet. If I if I win a billion dollars in the Mega Million, sure. Anytime someone comes up with a gambling method or theory, automatically it's like, all right. Well, I mean, for that to to work in theory, you have to have multiple of those bets out there at once. You can't just be relying on one bet to like manage your money. So I guess it could work. It is boring in a sense, and then you have like. To, to that, for that to be consistent, you have to be betting weird things like Egyptian soccer or like yeah. Cambodian horse racing, you know, fucking whatever. Cambodian horse racing. Yeah, I don't know. There's well, not enough sports time for that to be profitable. Anyway, we got some good football this week. We got primetime golf yeah. this week. And we have, well, I have Pinehurst and Tobacco Road this week. I have X-Golf. You have X golf. If you if you make okay, it. this is at this so be like eight at night. So we're on AJ. I, there's watch. no way. There's no way I'm going to be hungover. Uh, that remains to be seen. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Everybody out there, enjoy the golf, enjoy the football, and as always, keep it under hundred. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links, when you take out a club and you about to hit a swing, what you gonna do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under hundred. 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 We keep it under a hundred.